1: Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. And just as a little reminder for my fans and friends out there, um, my show is going to be moving from Mondays to Thursdays, starting in March. So today and next week will be my last two shows live on Mondays. Um, We're having a little change in the schedules here at the center and on the radio station, so we're shifting Mondays to Thursdays. So just to remind you all, and I'll remind you again next week. Hope you all are doing great. It's a beautiful Monday in New York City. It's still a little cool, but sunny and kind of a nice late winter day. According to the Groundhog, you know, it's uh, winter's supposed to end early this year. We're all hoping for it here in New York. Don't know what it's like where you're all listening from around the globe, but uh, I hope you're enjoying your day regardless of where you are. So, let's get started with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. I know you've been anxiously awaiting for them all week long. Let's see what the universe and Abraham has for us today to start off our week. First, from the universe. Manifesting reminders for masters. Reminder number one. When dreaming, know that anything can happen. In that magical state, the only price to be paid is with imagination. Having it all costs the same as having nothing at all. Reminder number two, you're now dreaming. Ah, dreaming of you, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe chiding us on to remember that in this magical state, the only price to be paid is imagination. Um, And this is something you guys have heard me talk a lot about, you guys and gals, that, you know, we create our life with our imagination, that our only limitation really is a limitation of imagination, that literally anything we want to bring about in this world, in our lives, if we can imagine it, we can bring it about somehow, some way. We don't usually have to be the ones to figure out how. The universe can do the how for us. We just really need to be clear on the what. And we really need to be clear on seeing ourselves in that imaginative state, having those very things doing those very things, creating those very things that we want to create. It all starts with imagination. This radio station was in somebody's imagination first before it came to be. The wellness center we own here, it was in someone's imagination, yes, yours truly, before it came to be. Wherever you are, the building you're in, the car you're driving, Uh, The company you work for, it was an idea in somebody's mind first before it became something that manifested into reality. So remember, our imagination is our most valuable asset and let's use that asset continually to bring out greater and greater stuff. All right, that's universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store today. Oh, interesting. You didn't come here to fix things that are broken or to know things you don't know. You came because life on the path of least resistance is a delicious state of being. You are in love with life and you are in love with you and you are in love with being in love with life. Abraham interesting kind of quote from abraham um you know one that that abraham kind of talks a lot about is that we're really not here to fix things and the reason why abraham says that is because in order to fix things something has to be broken and really nothing is broken really it's all perfect this does not mean that we can't heal certain things but it is, there is a perfection in all of life around us and we're here skipping along on our paths and really we just cause our own resistance um, but we're really here in love with life and we don't even know it. We're here just to live, to be, to be this expression of our soul, our spirit, our, our, our inner yearning. And that the world, even though it may not feel like it some of the time, maybe even most of the time, the world is actually really perfect exactly as it is, even though it doesn't seem like it. And if we can accept that perfection and see it and work with it and move forward with it, we can have a rip-roaring good time doing all kinds of amazing things now. Does this mean that there's not contrast? Come on. You guys know Abraham is a big believer in contrast. Yes, there's contrast all around us. And that contrast serves us in ways we have no idea about. Because by that very contrast, it creates the desires within us to create newer, better, more fun-filled, more joyful, more healthy, more delicious futures. But if we did not have the contrast, we would not have those desires. So let's not condemn the contrast. Let's not call the contrast bad. Let's just call it for what it is. It's contrast. Look, we all have preferences. There is nothing wrong with having preferences. There's nothing wrong saying, you know what? I tried this vanilla ice cream. I prefer chocolate. Great. Next time you know, you're going to get chocolate ice cream. There's nothing wrong with saying like this doesn't feel good to me so we use uh, aka all of the universe our imagination and we can create something more appealing to us. And let's not forget it is a co-creative experience because there are over 7 billion of us bumping around each other. So but the world is so perfect we can all create the world that we desire the world that we can live into in our imagination that draws forth from us more love, more joy, more happiness. So, two very interesting quotes from the universe and from Abraham today. Hope you enjoyed them. We'll have two more quotes for you next week. It is now my great pleasure to introduce to you Sifu Matthew or Master Matthew for those of you who don't speak Japanese, right? Sifu is Japanese, Chinese. right? It's Chinese. Sifu is Chinese. Chinese yeah. Oh, okay. I always thought it was Japanese. Sensei is Japanese. That's, That's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got confused there for a second. Sorry, out there, all my friends in Asia and big, big, big uh, 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 faux pas on my part. Um, But anyway, Master Matthew is a master of many disciplines of martial arts and is a master healer. He manipulates the electromagnetic fields of the body and their specific elements to activate rapid healing. He uses his magnetism and influence on the elements to heal rooms of people from conditions that have not often responded to any other modality. He is currently working with doctors and clinicians worldwide, training them to understand his precise science of martial arts wellness for healing all types of people all manner of condition welcome to the conscious consultant hour matthew thank master you so
2: matthew. much it's very nice to be here
1: it's wonderful to have you here and and yes for those of you who might recognize his name a little bit he does work out of the double diamond wellness mm-hmm. center so um, we do like to bring on our practitioners to so give you an opportunity to get to know them better so um master matthew uh yes I, I, you know, I always like to start off giving the audience some background, mm-hmm. you know, on the guest. And I just really would am curious about, you know, obviously you're steeped in the martial arts and you've been for many, many years. But, but at what point did like this notion of, of healing like really bubble up inside of you? And, and even if you didn't think of yourself as a healer, but just felt like you started leaning in that direction in your life?
2: Well, it's interesting because, as far back as I can remember, which was about the age of four when I started oh. doing the martial arts, so it's been wait, wait, about you started doing I, martial arts since you were four I started at four, wow, yeah, I've been doing it forty one years wow and and very consistently, I would say, wow. have not missed a day barely wow,
1: so uh, yeah. just out of curiosity, age yeah. of four uh, was it your dad or your mom who was like, "We're sending you to martial arts school"? It was both. Really, <laughs> yeah. you must have been a precocious little kid. I, wa- I was. I was a little. I was a little. I was a little
2: hot engine there, and uh. had a lot of electricity from a, from a young age, and uh. just kind of one of those things where I innately had the desire to thrust myself into that you know the the desire was a lot bigger than my body at the time <laughs> i was not, I was not afraid of of just jumping on the mat and grabbing anybody that i could really? even yeah even at that young age i was very i intrigued. can
1: picture you now you know i've seen some videos on on facebook recently of like the these little kids mostly girls right. who are like you know five six seven and eight and they're like the fiercest little yeah. creatures on yeah. the mat it's yeah. amazing yeah that was you, huh? I was one of those, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, so so age so, of four, you started so with martial arts.
2: Yeah, I would say that my my interpretation of the martial arts, even from a young age, was always about that mix between the healing and the combat. And mm. I didn't really understand until I would say... Um, the past ten years or so, what exactly it meant, which I'm gonna we'll talk about on the right, show, right. so we can get to a pinpoint interpretation of what's really the science of what's happening there.
1: Right, right. Well, a lot of people say that martial arts is really more of a philosophy as opposed to a quote unquote style of fighting. I would, you know,
2: I would say that it's it's a comprehensive understanding of creation from every level possible from how mm. I perceive it. And the the fighting aspect comes from really needing to create harmony where harmony is not willing anymore. Oh. And that is where, okay. based on what you were saying in the beginning yeah. about how um, you're talking about resistance and paths of least resistance, yeah. what happens sometimes is, and we'll get into this in great uh, greater depth, is that our elements or aspects of ourselves can get to states of being unbalanced. And at that point, they're not moving with the way that they're mm. supposed to. So the contrast can get too strong and it'll get to a point where it's causing harm.
1: Right. And right,
2: that's where right. the martial arts originally were birthed from, was that there was literally a, a conscious or universal need to put things back in order.
1: Oh. I see, I see, and 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 kind of back in order. I, I believe if I interpret it properly. It's getting back in harmony with nature, yes, right? Because yes. human beings have a tendency right. to, to disconnect themselves from yes. nature and not follow nature, and that tends to cause us a little bit totally. of
2: trouble. Totally, and in fact, in fact, what's so interesting is that if we wanted to even call it martial law, mm. martial law was basically saying. You can be as you like in your own world, but if you cross over a certain boundary that's going to start causing damage to the livelihood of others, the family, the region, the territory Mm. and the earth, then there has to be a boundary set. Mm. Now nature sets the boundaries all the time for us, which is why we can heal so rapidly But because we're often not in tune, we actually break away from the boundaries, have no idea we did. And that's where the martial arts at certain time periods were needed to create a harmony within the elements by saying, hey, you have to behave a certain way. Because otherwise, you're going to damage everything else that's
1: happening. Right, right. It's it's again like uh, I've been more aware lately than I have in the past about even just following the seasons. Mm-hmm. Like if you act like it's summer and it's the middle of right. winter, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> that's right. And the same thing if you act like it's winter and it's the middle of summer, it's also going to cause yes, trouble. So it's absolutely. learning, you know, how to sort of pay attention to right. nature around us and live appropriately for yes. what cycle we happen to be in at the time absolutely so it's time for us to take our first commercial break let's take a little bit of a break and when we come back i just want to talk a little bit more about the the witch martial arts like you really the yeah. schools that okay. you learned yeah. in and then how you sort of brought this mm-hmm. around and now you're really much more of a healer as opposed to a fighter got it all okay. right so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour weakening humanity and we'll be right back And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Master Matthew, a master of martial arts and healing. Um, I, I was curious, and we talked a little bit about your background. I want to do a little bit more on that, but I, I'm just curious, like, what disciplines, because there are many types of martial sure, arts. Sure, what, what disciplines of martial arts did you learn?
2: Um, I started with judo and jujitsu. Okay. So I spent about 18 years in those martial arts. And uh-huh. I got black belts in those. Uh-huh. And I was also doing at the same time something called savat, which is uh-huh. very um, esoteric, we'll say, in the United States. It's, it's a form of French foot fighting uh-huh. that I learned from my original judo and jiu-jitsu instructor who was from France. Uh-huh. And so okay. he had this very interesting style of, of um, French manipulation of the body that was quite uh, quite something very very uh-huh. unique and elusive i see and i moved into at about the age of um 19 or 20 i moved into wing chun which was chinese style so wing right. chun kung fu right and i'd also studied um I studied Taekwondo, so had the, okay. the equivalent of a black belt in Taekwondo earlier on again. Right. And then I started moving into Bagua, Shingi. these are right. all Chinese internal martial arts. Right. And then also started doing these healing arts at the same time, which were Langgung, which I became a instructor in, as well as the Swimming Dragon, okay. and various other forms of, of uh, Qigong and energy ah, Okay. Yes,
1: and and did you study most of these with uh, um, Western instructors, Chinese, uh, Asian instructors? It was a combination, combination of both. A
2: lot of a lot of the um, Western instructors actually that had been given the teachings either they had been over in the Orient for a long period of time or. Okay. The grandmaster had come over, and they were their first students, so they were always Uh, in the lineage directly.
1: Oh, okay. So they're pretty, pretty close to very, very, very close. Gotcha. Okay. So, so let's just retrace our steps for a minute. So we were talking about you getting started in this stuff at four Mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, How long was were you on your path before you realized that, like, oh, I could like use some of these principles to help people heal, not just to knock them down on the mat?
2: Well, you know, it's a it's a great question. It was happening to me from a very early age because what, what happens in the martial arts, I would say, to, to um, put it in a holistic paradigm, is that you're teaching yourself how to find space in a compromising position. So if you're put into a position where there's stress, duress, and someone is threatening your space or, or putting you where you're not used to moving, you're teaching yourself how to create Mm -hmm. room, space, and ultimately the sustenance of life. And so what happens is you get into a position, someone holds you in a way, and you're thinking, how do I get out within this paradigm that they've taught me in Mm -hmm. this system? So judo has one paradigm where they're going to use throws and off-balancing. Wing Chun will do a different paradigm where it's operating off the center line or breaking a, a certain center line in the person. Bagua uses uh, different. They're they're similar, but they're a little, they're different. different so right. what happens is, I started realizing there's more paradigms because as I was getting close to people, they're holding you, and you're feeling where's their space, where can I move, and you start turning off the logical mind and going into the sensory mind and the mm-hmm, heart. Right. And so as I started accessing that, I started becoming aware of the electromagnetism of the person, not their necessarily physical only position. So I was feeling if they're holding me this way, well, wait a second. I'm not following the hold. Their hip is not... Right. Something's off in their lungs. Something's wrong with their eye. And I'd start moving in that direction, and I found out they had no force (laughs) at all. And the hold was not there because their health was not right.
1: Ah, okay, okay. So it's kind of like you could intuitively feel what's going on with their energetic electromagnetic field, Mm -hmm. and then that kind of in a very subtle way with, like, ah, they're weaker on their right than their left, so mm-hmm. I'll move towards the right, and that kind of gave yes. me an advantage.
2: you feel it, you feel it. What I started to understand was that it is a byproduct of a of just simple science, which is the electromagnetism that they have and the heat in their body and the minerals and elements, which we'll talk about, mm-hmm. flow in different directions, and right. that is what makes up the physics of their Um, of their life, of their uh, behavior and presence. So when you become aware of that in engagement, what happens is you become aware of much more on the chessboard. You become aware of not just what their pieces are, but you become aware of how this person is actually going to move the piece because of how they're standing and how their currents are flowing.
1: Right, right, right. So I imagine that made you a rather effective fighter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well I would I would definitely. And I would say that it became more interesting
2: for me to realize that the fighting and the healing were the same.
1: Ah. So so do you remember like the first time you I don't know, thought about healing or first time like some what what kind of brought you to this idea of yes. a healing in the Yes. Soul. Well I was you know, I was always interested also in the uh
2: physical sciences. I was always interested in yeah. since I was a little kid, I remember looking at medical textbooks Kind of martial arts and <laughs> medical textbooks. That's what I was doing. Oh my god, yeah. you're a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> half nerd, half nerd. So, yeah, oh so my god. it was something that I was interested, and in. I was also finding that people were getting hurt all the time, and they were not healing themselves. Mm. And so, from a little a little boy's perspective, I would always see people tearing shoulders, tearing knees. Oh, I had a man. lot of very bad injuries in in my trainings over the years. Oh. A lot of uh, bone breaks, fractures, tears. Mm. Um, concussions. And so I was not seeing proper healing. Now, what's interesting is as I started to get more into the internal Chinese martial arts, they are mostly about healing. So there is a lot of that in those systems of Qigong, but there was still things from my perspective that were missing, which is how I came to a different understanding of what it meant, and then what forces were actually accessible to heal rapidly. Mm. So as quickly as somebody could actually knock somebody down, they should be able to heal them.
1: Oh, interesting. Interesting. Because I guess it's applying the same force. It is. just doing it in a different way. It is. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, so do you remember the incident of the first time you healed somebody? I remember lots of incidences of understanding
2: it um, intuitively while I was doing it. So Mm -hmm. I remember that People would have injuries and I would go over and put my hand on them because I would understand the position and how to move my hand. And I knew that if my hand was focused one way, it has one effect and another way, another. Like if you're writing, Uh, if you have a pen and you start writing and I tell you, wait a second, let's turn that pen five degrees to your left thigh, you're not going to be writing the same thing you were writing anymore. Right, right, so right. what what started to uh, become evident to me was that martial arts is a creative force. There's nothing technically mm. destructive in the universe except right. when elements are out of balance and they're not following their, their uh, symbiotic, balanced, creative design. Right. And so as a martial artist, what we're really doing is... We're creating shape and power within our frame to manipulate and transform ourselves mm. to a to a stronger aspect of our own ability and then to teach others and help shape them to do the same thing
1: mm. Mm. so it's it's even by like the very postures and positions you take create a certain change to the the energetic field.
2: Yes well what's so interesting is that, the chemistry, our physical chemistry is altering constantly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beyond even, you cannot think about it. So as fast as you move your finger, there's already billions of changes that are happening on a cellular level right. that your brain cannot, re- you can't register it on a conscious level. On a conscious level. Right. right. And so what happens is when you start training in the martial arts as I did, I would feel those things happen and I knew what they meant. So I'd oh. know that when someone stood a certain way, I'd immediately, after time, could feel in their field that their heart is not connected electrically to their leg, their their uh, brain is spinning, their liver's hot, I'll explain to you what all this means, right, right. and thus they are automatically going to behave this way, and they will do it, because their, oh. their energy is is moving in that direction and they cannot stop it unless they learn right. the martial arts, right. arts proper right. properly right. which is which is how do I become a master of my position and shape and when i say position i'm talking about your position in everything of your life because mm. your position is your presence on the grid mm. it's your electromagnetic presence of how you are creating and receiving Right. minerals and magnetism in interaction
1: right 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 and we're surrounded by magnetism all the time i mean people yeah. don't realize it but the earth is a yes. magnetic sphere right yes. we have a north pole and south pole. yes even though they may be shifting but still yes. the field goes in, yeah. in particular directions yeah so so i imagine uh, that that uh, even like the positions in terms of what direction you face effects of the magnetic fields Every, everything in everything.
2: A sen- everything in a sense that you know if you just look at our bodies and realize that they're so um, beautifully constructed to create balance from an mm. electromagnetic perspective of what the heart is as a as a pump to take in new life, new right. minerals and then to release new creations or old, creations toxic creations to push them out and so what's happening is every breath we take every step we take is a chance to take in something new release something old but if we don't have the source power from different electromagnetic fields because we're not interested in them Mm. or we're too shut down to engage them, it becomes random and chaotic.
1: Mm, and out of balance.
2: And disease-based, uh. which is how diseases are formed, which is what I started studying as a as a martial arts master was when I would look at a body, I'm aware of posture and shape. I'm an expert at how is your shape creating you in that moment. Hmm. And when I say shape, it's what can be felt in the sensory As well as the actual body posture itself Mm, because you can feel it in the field. So when I connect to your hip as a healer, I'm aware of the shape that the flow is going and that will inform me also how is that working with the atmosphere because the atmosphere is what's giving you the power. And we forget Uh, that all the time.
1: Right, 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 right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I know there are... There are certain people or certain disciplines where they talk about how even you can draw all the energy you need just from the earth without food or or water or anything. These guys who like all they do is live on their breath like up in the mountains in very pristine conditions. Okay, interesting. Um, Time for us to take our next break. When we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit more. You start talk about the mineralization mm-hmm. and, and, and the minerals within the body. So I'd like to talk a little bit about that when we come back to get people a little bit deeper understanding of like just on a physical level sure. what's happening. Okay. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant now, Awakening Humanity. And of course, if you'd like to call in with your own questions, our call-in number is 877-480-4120. We'll be back right after these messages.
0: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
3: Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Well, then you have come to the right place because the Rob and Callie show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone. And now we're bringing it to the radio. So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 830 on talkradio.myc. And that's Eastern Standard Time. So join us.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Master Matthew today, the electromagnetic healer. So, Matthew, in the, in the last segment, we, you know, we talked a lot about sort of position and direction mm-hmm. and the electromagnetic mm-hmm. fields of the earth and how it affects the body. And you also briefly mentioned about the, the minerals mm-hmm. within the body, because that's something that you work directly with as well, yes, isn't it? Yes, Absolutely. Um, so okay. uh, how do you, how do you, uh, I mean, most people think about it. It's like, you can feel the magnesium in my body. I mean, how do you do that?
2: Yes. Um, here's, here's what's happening first. So everything that has a shape, okay. okay. An electromagnetic, uh, f- field force or energy right. and a shape is creating a boundary or a paradigm for itself. So for example, okay. water has a shape that's right. different than fire right? and fire is different than air or metal and earth is different than water when when these things start to leave their uh, paradigm or boundary then they become something else Mm -hmm. so when you are acting in a certain shape you are attracting that element which will bring those minerals into your body so perfect right. example is When you go to the beach right. You go to the beach Because you're hot People go Because right. they're overheated And they <laughs> want to calm down What they don't understand Is that they're actually Going to the ocean To get minerals from the ocean You're uh, getting minerals You're getting right. the magnesium from And the salts, salts From the water And they slow you down They actually go into your body oh. And create a calming Soothing, regenerating effect
1: oh. So yeah. You
2: don't have to go to the beach to do that. In fact, what's very interesting is when I do healing groups, people always say they can taste the minerals in their mouth. When I work on you on the table, you can taste the element I'm working on because Mm -hmm. it's actually in the atmosphere. If you understand how to engage it by using the right direction and the right position So if you're up in the mountains and you have your hands over your head, you are not going to engage the water
1: element (laughs) (laughs)
2: because the water element doesn't um, involve itself in that uh, chemical matrix or that chemical field. So each thing, for example, your kidneys are not in your head. They're actually at the waist level and your genitals are at a lower level. So they are there because they are specifically working with a type of field.
1: Oh... Oh. It's amazing. Interesting. Yes. So okay. you have the
2: you have the solids, you have the liquids, you have gases, mm-hmm. you have the vapors, and they're different levels of the body. So if your lungs have too much water in them, you get sick and you die. If your heart right, is too right. hot or too cold, the same thing. So the elements have to follow, as you said in the beginning of the of uh the show, you were talking about contrast. Right. They have to have their contrast but at the same time they're always connected and working in unison with each other
1: right 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 so uh, wow that's interesting so about the way uh, like our organs and the placement Mm -hmm. of things formed is actually based on the fields that they kind of or the elements that they work with yes Uh, you also mentioned before about sort of connection between organs aren't Yes. All of our organs always connected all the time? Yeah, uh no. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> they should
2: be connected. <laughs> um, right. Certain things happen which which I would say, from my uh, my perspective as a healer, is somewhat of an epidemic from what I see in people that I would like to help people understand so that they can okay. make their healing stick. Okay. Um what's happening is I'm always gonna speak of electromagnetism first, which is your life force. It's your power source your battery how much ability you have to attract and to um, output or repel to input or output how much force you have and then with that you have the variations or the uh, delineations which are the elements which are the different types of elements that make us up right if you are not connected through your circuits, meaning if your circuits are not working well or your magnetism is weak mm-hmm. because you're not connecting to the earth properly and to the element spheres, it right. becomes very difficult to heal yourself because you're using force that is not really the strongest force. You're actually using right. weak weak forces.
1: Right, right, right. right. Okay. okay, so it's being aware of which are the strong, which are the weak. Mm-hmm. But how does that relate to like... Uh, you know, your heart being connected to your liver. um,
2: it has to do with the balance of the, of the electromagnetic forces. Here's a perfect example where there has been an epidemic of mental illness and bipolarity, schizophrenia, violence, depression. Those are liver problems. They're not brain problems. They are problems with the liver sending too much heat to the sensitive brain tissue. When the liver sends that type of heat, and toxicity. What happens is, if you think about how sensitive the nerves are in the brain. Right, right. The brain starts shaking because it can't ground itself any anymore. Huh. So you have a live wire. You basically right. have an ungrounded circuit. Okay. So you have to look at disease from my perspective as simple function of electromagnetic
0: okay. um,
2: position and science. And if you look at it that way, they can be healed mostly quick quickly. If not, you're you're basically trying to sail a boat across the beach without getting in the ocean. ocean. And it's going to be very, very difficult. <laughs> it's going to be a because, slow ride. Yeah, yeah, because you're losing the, the capacity that you have access to in the force.
1: Okay, so just to give our audience like a, a concrete example, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, like if you're feeling depressed or let's say anxious, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're not grounded. Is there something, a little thing that something somebody could do who's listening to help them feel a little relief from feeling depressed?
2: Absolutely. Okay? Uh, if you're feeling depressed, you can face the south face the south and you can put your hands at heart level mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can raise your palms up to the sky or to the okay. yep and you can kind of raise them up like that oh, almost triangulated heart, yeah. and you stand there and you make a connection with your bones your your ligaments okay. and your heart by feeling the field of that direction now Every time you walk in somewhere, okay. you can feel a field. So, for example, right. when you walk in a, um, uh, after a rainstorm, you feel right. that. When right. it's going to rain, you feel it. When right. it's cold, you feel it. Right. So what you're feeling, actually, is you're feeling minerals. You're uh, actually feeling the elements and the minerals. So it's very tangible.
1: Okay, okay. So, but again, like uh, just as an example, so if you f- if if you mm-hmm. you're you're ungrounded mm-hmm. in a sense, mm-hmm. you face south, why it, south? if you're
2: well actually, I would put you I would say, um if you're ungrounded, you have to get the earth into your bones. You actually have okay. to get in your bones. So what you would do to start with with that is you would gently direct your tailbone toward the earth, kind of like you would a okay. circuit. And you hold the position, you change your position to create a new relationship with the environment. Okay. Then once you feel that you're being pulled down and you will, mm-hmm. you can start to then work with the fire element because if, you, if you're not grounded, you can't use any of them. And that's why we're so out of balance, because our circuitry is not working right. So we're trying to fix diseases when we're not grounded, so you can't hold the change.
1: Ah, ah, okay, okay. That's interesting, yeah, because there there are lots of times, uh, not only myself, but I know many healers, where people come to them, they get a healing, they feel better, but then it doesn't stick. They go home, and and mm -hmm. it's a day or two later, and they feel the same.
2: It's a, it's a great uh, point you're making because a lot of what I'm trying to do to help healers learn how to heal in a way where they can understand why things go wrong and when they're mm-hmm. off is based on science laws. Right. Which are, for example, if I teach you a, a, a ballet move or, right. or an instrument, you know, how to play an instrument, but you only do it once. You're not going to take it in on a cellular level, usually. So when you're doing this kind of healing, what's wonderful is if you face the right direction and actually have the right position that I can show you Mm -hmm. and you hold it long enough, you will re-mineralize your body. You will actually Mm -hmm. make a chemical change for 20 minutes straight that will be more powerful than even taking a supplement or many other things. Because mm. you're you're getting fed, you're actually, and then if you're consciously raising your electricity high enough, what's happening is you're then actually absorbing it and you're holding it. Mm. So you're not only taking it in, but you're controlling the input of it.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So I, uh, a question I know is something very common among people is like. Um, Osteoporosis, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. it's like the doctors say your body's leaching the calcium mm-hmm. off of your bones, and mm-hmm. even you take a supplement, sometimes you still uh, right. end up with that. So, what would you do for somebody to to stabilize their it's calcium? A, it's
2: the same, you know. It's the same kind of thing. I always look at the basic model of why the body's not doing it. Okay, why, why is the calcium okay. coming out and why is it not being absorbed? Right. Because there's too much heat in the body
1: usually. Ah. And so
2: the calcium is going to go where it needs to go and it's going to come out of the bones because the body is going to take it in areas that it needs to calm the body down because it's not getting it in other areas. Okay. And so what happens is um, if you just say simply that the earth itself is such a storehouse for calcium that right. you actually can generate it from the earth easily if you're grounded. You actually can put it in your bones very rapidly because we get it from the food. We get it from right. the vegetables. So right. where is it? Right. 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 And so right. what's happening is if we're not getting it, it's because number one, we don't have enough heat in our bodies okay. and thus we're not able to then create a chemical reaction.
1: And it, We don't have enough or we have too much? It's both. Oh. So So okay. we
2: have too much heat that is not the balanced heat. It's the heat mm. that is the toxic heat it'll be heat from chemicals or heat from infections but it's not the heat that's flowing smoothly throughout the body okay. that is that is creating balance so you okay. you'll call that like pockets of heat or fire toxin okay it's different different uh thing
1: okay so you can have pockets of heat mm-hmm. and then i guess you can have pockets of cold yes Yes. Okay. Yes. And and so they're both out of balance mm-hmm. so then you're not holding your minerals properly.
2: Right, because at that point the body is in a position where it is trying to stabilize itself at whatever cost. So it's going to take minerals out of your bones if it's mm. not getting them from your food or if there's too much stress on your nervous system and it can't figure out how to absorb it from the liver anymore and from the food the liver's processing, then it's going to grab it from anywhere it can to survive.
1: Right, right, right. Wow, it sounds like we're a mess.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> it, what's great about, I would say, I'd say we're challenged, but I would we're also done. say that what's amazing is that it can be corrected yes. and it's not as complicated as you would think if you do the right thing.
1: Right, right. So do you have like a a daily practice that you do that kind of keeps you... In alignment, or I in, do in the,
2: in the I, all the time. In fact, uh. in fact, um, I have the book coming out in a few weeks. Oh,
1: wonderful! What's it called? Yes,
2: um, it's, I'm yet. still working know. on working title. the yeah the working title, um, but it's it's about the martial arts wellness. So it's okay. in the martial arts wellness um, genre, and it basically gives you the practices of exactly what to do, how to stand, how to utilize the forces you need to heal specific conditions Mm. so i do those exercises actually every day Mm -hmm. and i also throughout the day am working with minerals and elements all the time so i'm using my bones and my heart to change how i feel internally when i'm talking on the show when i'm healing Uh, people because you can feel when things go off balance so when they're off balance I will shift my position, and I will generate another field.
1: I see, I see. So, um, oh, it's time to go for another commercial break. I wanted to ask you about working with people. I ask it sure. when we come back. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want to talk about like when you work with someone, they have a condition. Like, what's that like? Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's time for us to go to a break. Um. Believe it or not, it's our last commercial break for the show. Going into our last segment. So, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking to Master Matthew today, and we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
3: Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now.
0: talkingalternative.com
1: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been Master Matthew, the electromagnetic healer. So before we went to break, I was about to ask you about, you know, when you have somebody come to you and they have some condition, mm-hmm. like how do you work with them?
2: Okay. Um, the first thing I do is I assess how their magnetism and electro, the electromagnetism and the elements are moving in their body. So okay. I look at the motion in the body, and the position. And when you say look at? Um, I feel it.
1: You feel it. I feel
2: it, and I sense it, and then I assess. Okay. So kind of like um, how I was showing the fire exercise before, Mm -hmm. you can feel the change in the body, so I am hyper-attuned to the changes or the motions that are Mm -hmm. happening.
1: Okay. So
2: what I'll do is I will either ask the person what's wrong, or I'll take a look and see what I feel
1: Mm -hmm. Through
2: my perception of their electromagnetism What's not moving, what's Mm -hmm. stuck Mm -hmm. And then I start to look at what the factors are That are causing it So for example, Mm -hmm. if someone comes to me And they have a uterine issue Mm -hmm. I'm going to assess all of the fields And elements that are connecting to the uterus And then I'm going to be able to help them Address it that way By restoring the balance Mm -hmm. In those fields Okay, Okay. so I'll get a sense of what's happening And I'll look at it on on as many needs or planes as possible to address what is being asked of me from the imbalance. And so then I will work on them. Mm -hmm. And when I work on them, what I'm doing is I'm penetrating their electromagnetic field and I am starting to work with manipulating the particles and the specific elements that are not in their right
1: position. And when you when you penetrate their electromagnetic mm-hmm. field with your own electromagnetic mm-hmm. field, I'm assuming, like, that's not harmful. No.
2: Well, the reason it's healing is because I'm holding very deep, coherent states. Okay. So what's happening is I'm using positions that are extremely powerful, stable, and healing. Mm. So it would be like if someone put you on a... Um, on a health cocktail <laughs> that was going into your body and had the right electrolytes, I'm okay. adjusting my field to bring into your field what it needs. So I'm working off of that energetic from moment
1: to moment. I see. And so when you're doing this on the clients, mm-hmm. I'm assuming your clients normally feel something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
2: it depends on it depends on what's happening. I would say like uh, 9 out of 10 feel um, a lot of movement. So they'll feel okay. like... Their water or their fire move, they can get very hot. Mm -hmm. Um, It depends on what you're doing. So there are times often where like I'll work on when people have nerve issues, their nerves will burn, like really burn and shock. Um, That will happen usually for a few minutes and then it will completely reside. Um, There will be all types of sensations of hot, cold, um, and, and in between that expansion, contraction, pulsing. It depends on the
1: element that I'm using and yeah, the position sure. that I'm in. Right. Can, can you give us just some examples of maybe just just on the extreme end to mm-hmm. give people an idea of the wide variety of conditions that sure. you treat? Maybe some some very extreme conditions and, and mm-hmm. what's happened when you've worked with people sure. and okay. some minor ones.
2: Okay. I've worked with um, all types of g- degenerative conditions where people have had... Um, spinal damage, spinal surgery, no feeling, no mo- uh, very little motion, mm-hmm. neuropathy, and I've seen them often resolve very quickly. Meaning, wow. like within sometimes four sessions, sometimes six, sometimes two or one. Wow! And I've seen that happen via um, understanding again how to get the right elements in the body and then get the electromagnetic force there. Right. Now, in doing so, I'm giving you work to do. So I'm okay. going to send you home and say, I'm empowering and activating your healing power, and then you are going to become the healer. I'm going to teach okay. you Good. how to heal yourself by doing what I do.
1: Right. right. Okay,
2: so other conditions um, I've seen... Infections vanish. I've had um, tumors also Mm -hmm. dissolve. Mm -hmm. I've had breaks, bone breaks heal in days. Mm -hmm. Um, Torn ligaments regenerate. Torn ACLs regenerate without surgery. all types wow. of-
1: Wow, torn ACL Torn ACL, yeah. That's huge. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know that because there used to be a woman on our mm-hmm. network who was a physical therapist, uh-huh. and uh, she did more than one show on torn ACLs, and I right. you know that's a big deal. It's a big
2: deal. So yeah, when, yeah. when you, and I was actually astonished when that started happening, but I also realized it follows the same law that the meniscus, the ACL, yeah. and all of those ligaments are highly conductive. They're Mm, highly conductive. Ligaments and fascia have such high capacity to conduct electricity. So if they're not conducting, then the body's not grounding. So you've got to get the body back into its
1: optimal state. state. And and you work not just with people individually, but with groups as well. Yes, yes, yes. So so is it any different when you're working with a group as opposed to an individual?
2: Um, I would say that the group healings are extremely powerful because I'm able to link my magnetism and ligaments, Mm -hmm. which is what I do. I link my ligaments through the field into the body and I'm Mm -hmm. able to move what needs to be moved. So more than, um, I would say more than not, the group gets what they need. And then there are times where an individual may need to see me for a short period of time just for me to focus intensely on a specific area. But a All lot right. can
1: happen in a group. Right. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we, we've only got about uh, four minutes left. Um, uh, so you're coming out with a book. Yep, coming out with a book. Um, and do you have any upcoming events? I do. I'm going to be
2: doing the New Life Expo okay. at the Pennsylvania Hotel. Right. And I'm going to be doing that for four days in March. Okay. I think it's around the 21st. And... I also have a healing, I also have a, oh, it's actually the 18th to the 20th. (laughs) Of March, yes. Of March, and then we're doing the 21st as well. There'll be a special event Ah, um, on Monday. And I'm also doing regular Monday night healings at the Bhakti Center, which are open to everybody to come and to meet me and then to experience a healing and a teaching.
1: Ah, okay, cool. And and do you know the address of the Bhakti Center? Um,
2: It's on First Avenue, and I think it's First (laughs) Avenue
1: and Second Street. And Second Street, okay. Yeah. All right, wonderful, wonderful. And if people want to get in touch with you to either book an appointment or Mm -hmm. or, or learn more about you, how can they find you?
2: Electromagnetichealer.com.
1: Ah, okay. And also Facebook, The Electromagnetic Healer. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so we've got a a couple of minutes left. Mm -hmm. Any uh, last words for our audience that you feel is important for them to know? Sure.
2: I'd like to impart this uh, moment of power to everybody listening so that they can start to understand that there are forces within them and outside of them that can be understood, held... And mastered and used for healing themselves in ways that they have not even imagined yet Mm. with great potency and consistency to bring you joy and wellness.
1: Right. So that, so that. People can actually learn, in a sense, the system of what you do. I mean, yes. you may not be able to do exactly what they do, yes. but they can do it for themselves yes. and experience a greater level of health and and uh, faster recuperation. Extremely,
2: from... extremely fast.
1: Why is it so fast?
2: Because um, it is what's happening. Mm. It's it's supposed to be fast because it's holding our bodies together. Mm. So, perfect. And I never said this, but I would healed my body of many injuries that were considered to be career-ending. You know, as really? an athlete, yes, yeah. I had many injuries that I had surgeries on. The surgeries went poorly. I was in pain uh, for 13 years straight, wow. and I have zero pain now. Or I'm on a, a 97% pain-free, and I can control it. So if I have an injury, I can usually heal it, usually within a day or
1: two. Right, right. And and you also now are especially looking to work with other practitioners, like not just to help people Mm -hmm. individually, but you're looking to really work with other practitioners to help Mm -hmm. support them in their own healing practice to help them to be even better.
2: Absolutely. want to help them understand where their modalities can be stronger based on using these scientific principles that are necessary to get the optimal result because they're there Mm. and they and they help they can empower you to strengthen your healing relationship and also athletes a lot of athletes i like working with athletes because they need to get back on their feet quickly they're also very able to learn what we do and so Mm. they see the results quickly Mm. and they also have a lot of injuries that can be prevented (laughs) by by understanding how to move differently
1: Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you understand the electromagnetic fields of the different parts of your body and you move differently, you can prevent injuries from happening as opposed to just repairing them. Absolutely. Matthew, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule. Again, your website is? It's uh, www.electromagnetichealer.com Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you. And of course, if anyone is interested in in having a session with uh, Matthew here at the Double Diamond Wellness Center, just uh, give us a call at two 127218183 and we can set up a private session for you and we will also be doing a, a group session with uh, Matthew in, in the near future so um, stay tuned to our newsletter um, if you're if you have not yet signed up for our newsletter go to the website website talk dot NYC and sign up for our newsletter because um, we announce all of our events there so everybody thank you for listening Master Matthew thank you for your time and uh, we will be back next week Monday uh, February 29th leap day day at a time and uh, that will be our last show on Mondays and then starting the following week in March. Our show will air on Thursdays. Everybody, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week.
0: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
3: Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m., and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now.
2: Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very
1: reasonable rates?
0: Interested? Simply email at infotalkingalternative.com. At Talking
1: You're listening to
2: The Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative.
1: Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Liebowitz, your conscious consultant.